Why are you complicating your mission and complicating your purpose by by surrounding? Yes, you are surrounding yourself with people that don't 1000% believe in what you're doing. Surround yourself and stay with people that believe in everything that you do. I don't care how small your business is. I don't care how big the problem is. Keep people around you that believe in you. Welcome to the Roy Hall Jr. Podcast. I'm super excited today. I'm fired up. You have no idea what you are in store for today. I promise you, episode 10, Focus, will be the best podcast that I've done so far. I can guarantee it for you. It's a game changer. It's a life changer. You might want to sit down. You might want to turn your headphones down or your car radio down right now because I'm telling you my voice is going to be high and loud the entire time. Sometimes challenges are loud, obstacles are loud, and I'm gonna be a loud motivational factor for you today. But before I go any further, you know I gotta do it. You can catch the Roy Hall Jr. podcast on every major streaming platform. My favorite is Apple Podcasts. If you happen to get on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review. You can be honest. Make sure you rate it and leave a review. Right now we have all five-star ratings. And um, I appreciate those who have done the reviews. Um, But make sure you get on uh, any of your, wherever you get your podcast from. I promise you, if you type in Roy Hall Jr. Podcast, my my big shiny head is going to pop up for you over there. If you want to make it simple and keep it simple, just go to RoyHallJr.com. Click on the podcast section and you can catch up on every single episode as well as find out more information of how I'm making a difference with my speaking platform. Uh, Things are revving up for me right now. I'm super grateful, super excited. Uh, The schedule and the calendar for the fall and the winter is booking up like crazy for me to do virtual events and in-person events as things start to open back up. And I'm super excited. So again, go to RoyHallJr.com, not only for the podcast, but if you are in a position of influence to bring me in to speak to your company, to your group, to your team, I would love to be able to do that. And if you're not in a position of influence to get that done, then maybe you could take the the request to the person um, who makes the decisions on who you guys bring in to speak, um, because I would love to be able to come in and work with you and your team uh, to stay motivated, keep a positive perspective and to walk in your purpose. Let's go ahead and get started uh, with a personal little personal story. I've been uh, playing around with with some emails lately. And so I want to dive into that for a second. Whenever you start to do something a little bit different or whenever you rearrange the way that you do business or you start a business or you're considering a position that maybe you've never done before, but you you do have the expertise, you have the knowledge, but you don't have the experience or you went to school to do one thing, you got your degree and you decided to change it up once you realize who you really are, whenever you're shifting things it's not necessarily always an easy transition it's not always an easy transition to figure out what you want to do how you're going to do it and it could be somewhat challenging it could be somewhat challenging and i over the last six months i've been speaking now publicly for at least 12 13 15 years i think i first started getting on the speaking circuit and traveling to different places, churches, organizations, groups, teams, high schools, whatever I could do. I I probably started around 2011. So 2011, 
2012 was probably when I started getting my feet wet. So now, I mean, you're looking at about 10 years or so um, in the game. And but it was always umbrellaed by the Driven Foundation. And so my nonprofit organization would always take precedent. And most people just knew me to speak and to try and motivate people. But it always fell under the umbrella of the Driven Foundation. And the pandemic really allowed me to take a step back and start to separate the two. Roy Hall Jr. as the speaker, the motivator, uh, the one that, that's going to keep you motivated to, to push you to keep a positive perspective and to walk in your purpose. And then my role as an executive director of the Driven Foundation. Now, they, they both go hand in hand from a standpoint that my purpose, I believe, is just to help people, however that may be. But in making that transition, I had to do some things a little bit different. One of the things that I had to do different was actually start to build a base and a core that would be my audience. We dug deep and gathering emails from businesses and business people around the state of Ohio. We obviously had a huge base from the Driven Foundation and tons of people that I've developed relationships with and that reach out to me or places that I've gone to speak. And I've had email addresses and different things. And we built this database specifically for the Roy Hall Jr. speaking engagements and just keeping people motivated. Across the board, the reviews have been great. You all have supported me. And it's been awesome to kind of actually step out all the way as a motivational speaker, as a corporate motivational speaker, as a professional motivational speaker. And there are so many people across the board, thousands and ten thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that consider themselves motivational speakers. And, and that's perfectly fine. But I believe what I do is a little bit unique in how I do it and how I deliver. But nonetheless, this email thing is very, very hard. Because you can send out an email to a thousand people and get the results back and it'll say 25 percent of the people opened your email 10%, 12% of the people clicked on the link that you provided for them, and seven, 75% of the people just didn't open it. And you're like, wait a minute, I know these emails are real. How are these people not opening the emails? Like, how do you not see it? But then you start going through it. Some of it goes to spam because it's a mass email. Some of people just don't check their emails. Uh, some people read the headline, and it may not be appealing enough to them to read. Some people just may not get to it because they have so many to read. They may read it maybe a week later. You just never know when they're going to get it. But what I wanted to do today is share with you some real comments and feedback, as you guys should do. You should look at your feedback all the time just to kind of make some tweaks and, and figure out everything's okay. I want to give you some real live feedback from some emails that I've received. Now, you know that everything that I send out is not necessarily self-promoting as much as it is trying to be a source of a resource of self-help for people where you may not get a chance to go and get a book. You may not get a chance to, to watch a video, even though I'll send an occasional video, but everything is quick. The email is informational, is informative. I give you in the text, I, I, I write like I talk. And, and so I, I compose the emails. I do all this myself. I create the videos. So I do, and I make the videos either a minute or 90 seconds long, just because I don't want to take too much of your time. But I just want to give you some of this feedback on these emails because as I go through these emails, and if you've ever, again, if you've ever started something, you're going to have people that are all for it, and you're going to have people that are questioning different things. So let me, let me just give you, I'm going to go a positive and one that is um, a little bit critical. Number First email, before, this was the email. It says, thank you 
for starting off my day right. And that makes you happy, right? Thank you for starting off my day right. So they read this email and they're like, this got me started. This is exactly what I needed to get my day going, my week going. Now I'm gonna follow it up with this one. This is one of my favorite ones. It says, I'm not Jim. <laughs> so <laughs> somehow I probably typed in this man's name wrong and he got upset. I mean, as I, I get it, right? But he just put, I'm not Jim. He didn't put, can you change my name? He didn't put anything. He just put, I'm not Jim. I don't remember exactly what this particular man's name was. I changed it to the right one, but his name certainly wasn't Jim. But that's all he put. He didn't say it was good or bad. And I don't even think he unsubscribed. He just said, I'm not Jim. <laughs> so I wrote him back, personal email. A lot of people don't think that. That's the other thing. When you hold people accountable and people send out something, they don't necessarily know who's on the other end. They probably thought somebody else was going to get it. But I got the email. So I wrote him back and just apologized for the mistake. And hopefully uh, I told him, this is what I told him. I said, an announcer once told me that, I heard an announcer say, Ray Hall with the touchdown. And, and I thought to myself, who is Ray Hall and whoever he is, he, he must be a really good athlete. So I'm I'm excited about this guy, but that's certainly not me. So I understand being called a different name. People have called me Ray multiple times, but he said, I'm not Jim. So I fixed the mistake. Great. Awesome. Then here's another one. It says, I love these, my brother. Keep it up. Okay. Another, another positive. I love these things. Keep going. Cause here's the thing. The encourager does need encouragement. Right. Because you just never know who's listening. You don't know who's reading. You don't know who that 25 percent of the people that's opening are. So to get the feedback is always helpful. But then you get these two. Please remove me from your mailing list. <laughs> and I'm laughing because it's always interesting to see how emails and how things impact people, because that on average. And I'll get to this, but I'll tell you in a little bit on how many emails people get a day. You got Nike emailing you. If you shop, wherever you shop, they're sending you two or three emails probably a day, it, it definitely in a week. And so you're getting tens and tens and tens, if not hundreds of emails from people. And somehow you surf through your emails in the one beacon of light that you're getting. Whether you know me or not, you get an email from me. You're like, please remove me. Not to mention that you have the option to remove yourself. I'm not criticizing this person, but you just get this feedback. Again, when you're starting something new, when you're transitioning, you're going to get positive and negative. Here's a good one. Another, another person said, great message, Roy. Preach it. I didn't even say anything. They're just reading it. They're just reading it. They're like, man, this is getting me fired up. Anybody say preach? You ever been in church before? You say preach it. You know, you know you're touching somebody's soul, right? Here's another one. Here's another same mistake that I made earlier. It says, you'd probably have more luck if you got my name right, Roy. <laughs> I had to apologize to that man, too. Here's the thing. You send something to 10,000 people, you bound to mess somebody's name up. Okay? Now, I fixed that. Send them a message as well. I'm not, you know, those are little small things that you have to get right, obviously, if you're trying to connect with people. Here's another one. Great advice, RH. I got it. Now, here are the last two that I really want you to, to, to listen to. This says, hello, I have been getting at least an email a day from you. It's spam. And I wish to stop receiving them. Please remove me from the list. Thank you and have a good day. <laughs> Why are you so angry at me? Why are you so upset at me and my emails? You started off the right way and, and, and said hello. Thank you for speaking to me. You ended it with thank you and have a good day. But in the email, you called my, you called my email spam. You call it spam. But then you follow it up with this one. Here's the balance. Here's the balance. 
Just wanted to send a quick email to say how much I enjoy the emails. They are so full of good and great advice. My husband and I are always glad to read them, and we think of you often and keep you in our thoughts and prayers. Come on. And that is why you have to keep moving forward. That is why you have to continue to walk in your purpose. That is why you have to continue to walk in your calling. I've said it a thousand times. Your calling has a cost. There are certain things that you're going to have to sacrifice in order to be able to walk in your true calling. And one of them is the imaginary detail that you believe that you can please every person that hears your voice, comes across your work, encounters your, uh, your energy. Everybody's not going to like you. But you got to be able to balance the two. You got to be able to take the criticism and say, okay, this this particular thing is not for that person. Now, this same person that sent me the email that called me spam may be listening to another motivational speaker. And it may be somebody who doesn't talk as loud. It may be a female. It may be an older gentleman. It may be a younger demographic. I don't know. But either way, everything is not for everyone. And you are not for everyone. And so when you get out of the mindset that you have to always be thinking about people versus understanding and building your purpose, you'll be so much better. Here's what I've learned, though. Here's what I've learned, though. And and, in reading some of those, specifically that one that said, hey, it's spam and I wish to stop receiving it. Now, obviously, I could change my voice tone and, and, and how I articulate it to make it sound and feel however I want to. But at the end of the day, she didn't want to receive these emails. Now, this is what I do know when you're walking in purpose. Listen to this. Sometimes when you're walking in purpose, you'll encounter aggressive pushback from people who can't find theirs. I'll say it again. Sometimes when you're walking in purpose, you'll encounter aggressive pushback from people who can't find theirs. So sometimes people just get mad that you're doing what you're supposed to do and they don't know what they should be doing just because you're walking in your own purpose. Some attacks will be calculated and done on purpose and others will be unintentional. In their subconscious, your pursuit of greatness and your purpose will ignite a heinous attack on your mission just for reminding them of their failure. Oh, my goodness. So you walking in your purpose and actually highlighting it and amplifying it with your respective platform is igniting something in them that's a heinous attack and they're only going to come at you because what you're doing is reminding them of their failure. It's reminding them of where they are. It's reminding them of what they wanted to do, what they decided not to do, what they quit on and where they think they should have been. Your purpose will do that. Your purpose will create happy hearts and your purpose will also produce hardened hearts. So your purpose will create happy hearts like you will you will make people smile. You will will add value to your company. You will 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 grow and develop your family chemistry. But at the same time, your purpose will also produce hardened hearts where people will get angry and get upset and get bitter. They're envious. They're jealous. All of the above. And they will be coming. at These are people that you might not even know. People, you know, the same people that turn on and say, I can't stand LeBron James. Why do you not like LeBron James? What has he ever done to you and your family? 
and you live in the same city that he's playing in. <laughs> not everyone's going to be happy for you. I'll say it again. Not everyone's going to be happy for you. I'll say it one more time. Not everyone is going to be happy for you. Not everyone is going to support you. Not everyone is going to like you. So get it out of your head. Not everyone is going to be happy for you. Not everyone's going to be to, to support you. And not everyone's going to like you. But you got to stay focused. You have to stay focused. As a matter of fact, a part of your plan on becoming successful or having success in the different areas of your life, part of your plan, part of the blueprint has to be understanding how to effectively manage your emotion when it comes to criticism from outside sources. You have to stay focused. You cannot get distracted by someone else trying to damage your goal or damage your purpose because they don't have one themselves. You have to stay focused. You have to concentrate on your core values. You have to fixate on your framework and on your foundation. You have to converge your attention on your favorable outcome or your success. Focus on finishing what you started. Don't worry about what's, what everybody, you have to stay focused. It could be the worst situation in the world. You have to stay focused. And that's where we're going to live today. We're going to live here. We're going to live here on focus. I'm going to give you one quick statistic on emails. Did you guys know? I, like, I don't know if you know. I mean, you probably know from experience. But the average person receives around 120 emails every single day. Now, they send less. Most people send about 40 emails a day. But they receive three times that amount. They you, you get about 120 emails on average. Now, some of you get 200. Some of you get way less than that. But on average, you get 120 emails. Now, that's just putting in perspective. Of the 120 emails, my one email, even if I sent you an email every day, which I don't, maybe every other day or maybe every three days or whatever it may be, but even if I sent one out of 120 and that's the one that you picked to say, you know what, this is spam. But if Lululemon or Nike or uh, 1-800-Flowers.com or Kroger or Walmart or Amazon sends you an email, you're like, oh, I might be able to use this. Even if, because you know you shop there. But because you're not willing to give someone an opportunity. But this is what, this is what I, I can't, I, I pull from that. You get to choose how you want to respond. Now, any of those people could have said, hey, Roy, I love what you're doing. You misspelled my name. You got my name wrong. I just wanted to let you know. But some people get upset. Some people get angry. Some people take it personal. Okay? So you get to choose how you want to respond. You also get to choose if you will respond. You also get to choose when you will respond. So you get to choose how you respond. You get to choose if you'll respond. And you get to choose when you will respond. Now, this is not just talking about emails at this point. I'm talking about every single source of adversity, challenge, obstacle, difficulty, mishap, misunderstanding, hardship that you could possibly face, tragedy, trauma. Whatever those things are that approaches your life, now all of a sudden you get to choose how you want to respond if you're going to respond and when you're going to respond. You get to choose how you're going to respond to that person, if that person is worth responding to, and, and if and when you will respond to that person. Sometimes you just got to wait a second. 
Why don't you wait a day, wait an hour, wait a week, wait two weeks, wait a month before you respond? Because typically the first response that you have is going to be the one that's undisciplined. That's why we have the 1090 rule. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond. You get to choose those three things. You got to stay focused. Again, you will not please everyone. You will not please everyone. And the time that you spend trying to please people simultaneously depletes your purpose. So you can either spend time trying to please everyone and please people, or you can use that energy to pursue and build and walk in your purpose. See, that choice is yours. That choice is yours. I learned all that from an email, <laughs> from multiple emails. You got to stay focused. You have to stay focused. You have to stay focused. Let me transition here. Let me transition here. I came across an amazing story. And you all know that I love stories. Absolutely love stories. It's really how we've built this podcast out. On the ability to take their almost human success stories. Human, they're not really case studies. They're just, you know, it, it, it's just humanity at its best. And we've broken these real life stories down so that you can understand and be helpful. Now we're dealing with focus today. You have to stay focused. Don't get distracted. Don't worry about outside people and their commentary. And I came across this amazing story, okay? It's out of Sacramento, California, West Coast. But listen to this. It says, from chemo to cadet, a future firefighter is determined to beat cancer to help his community. I couldn't go any further. I'm not going I could not go any further. It says from chemo to cadet. I love alliteration, so that's already speaking my language. From chemo to cadet, a future firefighter is determined to beat cancer to help his community. There's so much going on in here right now, but the very first thing is from chemo to cadet, a future firefighter is determined to beat cancer. Now, think about this. Immediately the article starts by letting you know he has a challenge, but also letting you know he has the chance to become a champion. It also says a future firefighter. It's already letting you know that this person is going to be a firefighter. The person writing the article about another person is saying, I've been around this person long enough and I know enough about his story to know that this dude is going to be a future firefighter. You need people around you that understand who you are, even if you aren't there yet. Sometimes people can just see greatness on the inside of you and they'll call it out for you. You don't always have to say how great you're going to be. It's okay to affirm yourself, but sometimes people could just see the greatness on the inside of you. And when they tell you something, just please believe them. Because I told you, you're going to have outside people saying negative things about you all the time. But when you come across people that are willing to say and step out on a limb and step out on faith and say, you are going to be this. I believe in you and I can't even see it. Take that energy and process it and use it to your advantage. Create a weapon of wisdom out of what someone else said. And then he says, he's not doing it for himself. He's determined to beat cancer so that he can help his community my entire mindset as a 13 year old was to make it to the nfl 
so that I could provide and just make the dream come true for my mother. Whatever her dream was when she was a kid, however she saw herself living, whatever she saw herself having, my dream, her dream became my dream because my dream was to make her dream come to pass. So my motivation was a little bit different. I didn't know how I was going to get there. I didn't know what the exact path was going to be. I just knew I was blessed with athletic talent and I could see myself in a jersey. I could see myself in the NFL. I collected NFL helmets and had NFL uh, starter jackets, but I could see myself doing the very thing that this gentleman could see himself doing. His motive was to help his community. My motive was to help my mother. So my question to you is what's your motive and what you do? Like, why do you do what you do? What's your reason? What drives you? What is your motive? Because it cannot be money. It cannot be a certain position. It cannot be letters before your name or after your name. It can't be because of status. It can't even be to prove someone else wrong. It can't be to prove yourself uh, another person wrong. And it can't even be to prove that you, it's not even about proving it to yourself. Your motive has to be bigger than you. So you can't say, I just want to see if I can do it for me. I want to do it for me. You don't want to necessarily lose weight for you. You want to lose weight for the people that's going to be around if you live an additional 40 years because you lost the 50 pounds or the 100 pounds. Now, you can motivate yourself, but your motive, your overall reason, what drives you has to be bigger than you. It's his entire community. I want to become a firefighter so that I can help my community. That's his motive. That's his reason. That's what drives him. So my entire, listen, now watch this. I'm going to teach you something here. Because his motive, I'm so excited right now. I know you can hear, I'm losing my voice already. I'm, his motive is so big. He got a hope. okay. If he had said my motive was my wife, that means he has the support of his wife probably. So he got one person that has his back, probably some more, but okay, I'm thinking about my wife, that's one person. But how much more does your motivation and your determination, you know how hard it is to beat cancer? So again, from chemo to cadet, he got a whole community that he's placed inside of his mind to be the reason why he's gonna beat this thing. I got a whole community depending on me. I, that includes babies, all the way up to the elderly. I just read an article of a 76-year-old woman who passed away in a house fire. That means I got my whole community that I'm trying to serve. So what's your motive? You might be driving right now. I don't know. You might be sitting in your living room right now. I don't know. You might still be at the office right now. I don't know. But what is your real motive for why you do what you do? Is it to be recognized? That's not a good motive. Well, you, uh, Roy, you said... If it was just his wife, that would be it. Do you know how large a motive has to be as a 13-year-old to say, I'm going to put my family on my back? That my last name is going to be bigger than I've ever anticipated if I just continue on the right path? It's a different type of mission for a 13-year-old. That's, that's a whole community. My only community at 13 was my family. And that's why you continue to work through the hardships. That was just the first line. It's an old whole article here. Hopefully I get through it. Okay, I have to break real quick for 30 seconds. Again, I mentioned it earlier, my calendar for fall and winter 2021 for speaking events and presentations and speaking engagements is filling up. 
and I'm thankful for that. And so I, I want you to go to RoyHallJr.com. Uh, if you could use a speaker to come in and, and give you a spark, give your team a spark, uh, give your company a spark, uh, give your group a spark, a motivation, staying motivated, right? Keeping a positive perspective and walking in your purpose, understanding the power of walking in purpose, how to keep a positive mindset, a positive perspective, no matter what challenge or difficulty or obstacle comes your way. And obviously how to stay motivated on a daily basis to be the best person and professional you could be. Go to RoyHallJr.com, click the request tab and a simple drop down questionnaire will pop up and that will be a direct link to me so that we can schedule out how I can come make a difference for you and your team. Again, go to RoyHallJr.com. Okay, let's get back to this article, which is which is just an amazing article. My man, Louis Stanfield, is doing his thing and making a difference. Let's go ahead and get back into it. Continuing, it says, even through the pain of fighting cancer, and the bad days of chemotherapy and radiation. 36-year-old Louis Stanfield kept his eye on his goal to become a public servant. Now, if you're listening to what I just said, you know we probably could spend about 30 minutes just on that. But even through the pain of fighting cancer, okay? Now, watch this combination because in life, from a professional standpoint and a personal standpoint and in your private life, the personal and private go together. But in the, the, you are going to have a combination of arrows, of shots, so to speak, of challenges, of wildfires, as I like to call them, things that are unexpected, uncontrollable and uncomfortable. You're going to have a combination that comes in waves. Listen to this. We got pain of fighting cancer. Then we just got overall bad days. Then we got chemotherapy and radiation. That's like saying I have a challenge inside of my obstacle that's extremely difficult, that's a mishap and a mistake and a misunderstanding, but it was a hardship that I was going through while I was fighting my tail off in the trenches. You're like, man, what are you going through? Hard. Wait a minute, you got a mishap inside of an obstacle inside of a challenge? That's a difficulty? How are you going to fight your way out of that? My man said, even though, even through the pain of fighting cancer and the bad days, you ever had a bad day before? You ever had some pain in your body health-wise? You ever had some painful moments? Someone passed away, so you got pain, and you got bad days, and he got hit with a double combination, a chemotherapy and radiation. Even through, I want you to write that down. Even through, and then it says, kept his eye on the goal. So even through your challenge, yep, even through your difficulty, yes, even through your frustration, even through your anxiety, even through your lost job, even through your depression, even, th even through your obstacle, even through your health battle, even through your family battle, even through being, through being frustrated at work. Even through those things, I kept my eye on my goal. It says he kept his eye on his goal. He stayed focused. Even through getting hit from every angle, he still stayed focused. He kept his eye on his goal. He kept his eye on his purpose. He kept his eye on his mission. He kept his eye on the dream, which was to become a public servant. Now, notice we got two things here. 
One, he said his community. Then he doubled down and said, I'm a public servant. He has yet to call himself a firefighter. And this is where I'm going to teach you again. I know that you have a position. I know that you have a title at your job. I know that you have a title in your family. Mom, dad, son, brother, cousin, uncle, grandma, grandma. I know you have a title. You have a label. One thing I know about labels is they limit you. When people label you, they limit you to that particular title. This is saying just I, my title is firefighter. But that's not limiting me because my position is to help the community. But that's not where it stops because I'm a public servant. That means that anything that falls under the umbrella of being a public servant, that is who I am. So he's a firefighter, but he's there to help his community, but he's also a public servant. He's not limiting himself to his impact and what he can do. Do not allow a label or a title or your position or an elevated platform or a promotion to limit you on the impact that you can make. This is the best, best, best training I've done so far. I'm not even halfway through. And I don't care if you don't agree with me. I, I don't, you know, I don't, you know, you don't have to agree with me. I'm just telling you right now, I'm telling you right now that this is a game changer. This, these, they are games, they are life changers. You gotta make sure you share these. Let me keep reading on this article. They work hard and fast. A team of cadets ready to become Sacramento City firefighters. That's my reading an article voice. But behind each hero, there's a human. There's a, a, alliteration again. A dad like Stanfield, better known as Louie. As a retired American rugby, rugby union player, his new journey as a fire cadet was interrupted by chemo. Now, there's so much we could do here. Specifically because Louis Stanfield is teaching us right now. He said, behind each hero, there's a human. Now, I know you've had to play the superhero role before in your family, maybe at work. But you are still a human. And that means that you got to make sure you take care of yourself. You do have to make sure you take care of yourself. It says a dad. They called him a dad. Now, this article is about him being a firefighter, but they highlighted the fact that he was a dad. And so certain positions that you hold are more important than others. This is just a reminder. I know you want to keep climbing the corporate ladder. I know you want to continue to add zeros uh, to, to how much money you to your salary, how much money you make every year. I, I know you got some vacations you want to take. Like, I know there are some positions in society that you want to have. I know you want to be on the board. Like, I get all those things. Yep, I understand it. That ambition, I get it. You want to be successful. But that position does not trump the position that you hold in your family. Behind every hero, there's a human. It says, as a retired American rugby, rugby union player, his new journey. Now, I don't know who this is for, but this is going to be for you one, one way or another. One way or another, this is going to be for you. When will you be ready to embrace and start your new journey? Because some of you all listening right now have been wanting to do something for a very long time and you just don't want to embrace the new journey. Or you've got an opportunity to do something great and you just are allowing fear to hold you back. He used to be a rugby union. I used to be. Think about if I was still trying to make it to the NFL some 10 years after I've been done playing. 
I used to be an American football player. I used to play for the Indianapolis Colts. Occasionally, I'll come across somebody I was in high school with or in middle school, and they'll say, man, I, I remember when I used to be faster than you. I'm like, what? You, you, rem you, you, you remember when you used to be faster than me? You mean when we were like 12? Like we're talking 25 years ago. Are you kidding me? The used to. You used to. You used to be able to work 12 hours a day. Why are you still doing that 10 years later? Be able to keep moving forward. But it says his new journey as a fire cadet was interrupted by chemo. So he gets on his new journey. Just like I got on a new journey, I went from the NFL to jumping into the business and the world of nonprofit organizations, having no knowledge and understanding other than somebody said you should start a nonprofit organization because you like making a difference. I had no other information, had to figure it out from there and transition from there into one of the top motivational speakers in this country and transition to there and to a, a youth leadership coach for with our programs, with our Driven Foundation. Like you have to keep transitioning on these different journeys. But it says his ambition, his, his, his dream, his goal was interrupted by chemo. And I want you to write this down because interruption does not mean interception. It does not mean it's stolen. Interruption does not mean interception and disruption does not mean to deviate. Interruption does not mean interception and disruption does not mean deviate. So just because you get disrupted on this course that you want and you're pursuing this goal and this dream and something catastrophic happens or something that you didn't see comes along that's a challenge or an obstacle, that does not mean to deviate and to just leave the goal and the dream and the plan. You got to stay focused. Remember what we're talking about. You got to stay focused. You cannot deviate the plan. Something is going to happen. Opposition is going to come. When you're putting out positive energy, you'll receive positive energy, but you'll also make enough noise to where the negative energy wants to join the party just to see what's going on, just to break it up. We used to go to a lot of parties when we were hanging out in uh, high school and in, in college, obviously. And you always get one or two people that literally just come to the party that want to fight and to break things up because they know they'll get the attention for literally about 30 seconds. The party gets shut down, broken up, and everybody has to go home. And they can walk home saying, nah, I did that. I was the reason. And that negativity is no different. But disruption does not mean to deviate. My man, it says he got interrupted by chemo, but that did not change his mission. It says, I was diagnosed on November 30th, 2020. It was a Friday. So on Friday the 13th, I uh, had Hoskins lymphoma. And so he has this date in his mind. And I'll give you a quick little, little tidbit here. Don't run away from what happened and don't run, run away from when it happened. That was the day the real you showed up. And we got all these anniversaries. Do not try and leap over and start crying and throwing a fit when the anniversary of whatever happened to you comes up again, because that's the day the real you showed up. That's when you revealed your resilience. That's when the power of your perseverance and persistence uh, showed his face, reared its head finally. That was the day that you found out how strong and how powerful and really how much of a human behind the hero that you really were. That's where you put your cape on, on that day. So celebrate that day. Don't scratch it out on the calendar. Don't run from it. When that, that's the day that you found out how strong you really were. 
It says the Sacramento Fire Department recruit wasn't about to let cancer stand in the way of community. Here is his motive again. He wasn't about to let, that's another alliteration, it wasn't about to let cancer stand in the way of community. He didn't say he wasn't about to let cancer stand in his way. He said, I'm not going to allow this challenge that people have said are impossible to beat at times. I'm not going to allow that to stand in the way of me serving as a public servant. It won't stand in the way of my community. That's how much it means to him. So again, what's your motive? What drives you? What's your reason? How much does your family mean to you? If I ask you, what are you thankful for? You're probably going to say my, my, my family, my friends, my wife, my husband, my son, my kids, my daughter, family. I'm not going to let cancer stand in the way of community. And I'm saying the same thing. Do not let it stand in your way. You fill in the blank. I'm not even going to try and make up the probably 10,000 things I could say that's a possible challenge for you. But don't let it stand in your way. Don't let it keep you down. Don't let it bully you any longer. You got to refuse to lose the fight. You have to refuse to lose. Refuse to lose. Don't let it keep you down. Don't let it make you back down. Don't let it stand in your way. And definitely don't let it bully you any longer. Because it's been bullying you. So making you fold, making you back up, making you take a different way to school, making you take a different way to work, making you keep your comments to yourself. Stop letting it bully you. I just took it day by day. And the beginning, it was rough. While I was going through treatment was rough, but it was also good. Oh, this is this is amazing right here. This is this is this is so powerful. I'm going to start over. It's so powerful. He said, I just took it day by day. And the beginning, it was rough. While I was going through treatment was rough. But one of the most powerful words in the English language. But it was also good because it gave me something to take my mind off of whatever pain I was feeling. Holy smokes. He said the chemo was tough. The radiation was rough. Doing it every single day, day by day in the beginning. But he said when I was getting treatment, it actually took my mind off of the pain I was feeling. So he says, sometimes the thing that's, there are things that's going to happen that's not as worse as the thing that's happening to you. And you got to be thankful for those moments. It's like, be thankful for the good, be thankful for the bad. Just be thankful that you have a life to be thankful for. He's like, bad things are happening, man. I, I lost my job. And then, this is an example. I lost my job and then I got turned down because my resume wasn't right. I lost my job and my spouse didn't support me. But your spouse not supporting you isn't as bad as actually losing the job and not having the finances to take care of your household. So they're like, at least me arguing with my spouse is actually taking my mind off the fact that I don't have a job. 
His mindset is so uncommon and so unique. I'm going through chemo, but my chemo and my radiation is taking my mind off of the fact that I'm actually in pain from the cancer. Oh, my goodness. This man is a real-life superhero. You got to be kidding me. Behind him is his motivation. His wife, her name is Kramer, and the new family he found in the Sacramento Fire Department. So the Sacramento, now watch this, because you have, you have motive and your reason and your why, then you have motivation. Now he's drawing daily strength and motivation. Hey, you can do it uh, from, from, from his wife and from the fire department. But his motive, his purpose is the community. So you have to have both. You have to be able to walk in purpose, and then you have to have people that are motivational factors for you. It could be a person. It could be a podcast, preferably the Roy Hall Jr. podcast. It could be a book. It could be YouTube videos. It could be personal excellence and leadership training like PXL. But you have to have a stash of motivation that you could draw from. But your overall motive and purpose is has to be huge like the community. So no matter what you've made up in your mind, you're not going to stop. But in those moments where you feel a little bit tired and fatigued, you got some motivation to draw from as well. I hope, I hope this is helping you. I hope this is helping you. I'm going to end with this. I'm going to end with this. It says, even from the beginning of the academy, he was always uh, saying, I want to make this happen. What do I need to do to make this happen? And this is the drill master for the fire academy, Mike Ferguson, saying that. So he's saying that uh, Louis was always asking, I want to make this happen. What do I need to do to make this happen? He says, it says, beating cancer to be a cadet and now a future firefighter says Stanfield's one focus is to help his community. He's the best guy you'll ever meet, and he's going to be one, of, one heck of a firefighter, and they're so excited. That's what his wife said. It says both of his parents were in public service, so he's coming from a line of giving back to the community. It says he says the key to getting through something as hard as cancer is keeping a positive attitude, and this is why my three pillars and my three focal points is staying motivated keeping a positive perspective, and walking in purpose. It says, knowing that I am going to beat this, he said, this is simply just another bump in the road. Cancer to Louis Stanfield is just another bump in the road. He says, I know I'm going to beat this, and I'm saying the same thing to you. You have to know that you're going to beat it. You have to know that you're going to over overcome. You have to know that your family's going to overcome. You have to know that your company and your business is going to bounce back, and those bottom line numbers are going to start to increase. You have to know you're going to beat it. You got to know it. You got to believe it. You got to believe it. My man's wife said he'll be the best. He's the best guy you've ever met. He's going to make one heck of a firefighter. You got to keep and you got to stay around people that actually believe in you. Why are you complicating your mission and complicating your purpose by by surrounding? Yes, you are surrounding yourself with people that don't 1000 percent believe in what you're doing. Surround yourself and stay with people that believe in everything that you do. I don't care how small your business is. I don't care how big the problem is. Keep people around you that believe in you. Forget the critics that say they don't want the email and they call it a spam. Keep feeding into the people that believe in you. 
Because if they believe in you, then what you're doing and why you're doing it obviously is letting them know that you believe in them because you're doing it for them. Why would I do anything for anyone that I don't believe in? You have to have the same mindset. You got to have the same mindset. All right. That's absolutely it. I cannot. I can't move forward. You can't see my face right now, but I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I am, I am so fired up right now. And 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 this, I, I, to, I told you, I told you that this would be the best podcast that I've done. I told you. Because it's not me doing it. I promise you the heavens opened up and just gave me the information to give to you today. And I'm thankful for that. And so thank you so much for joining. We're at 10 episodes now, believe it or not, of the Roy Hall Jr. podcast. What a heck of a show. What a heck of a show. Make sure you share this podcast get the link wherever you get uh your your streaming uh your podcast from make sure you get the link and please share it on your social media it just takes a couple seconds share the podcast and share something that you took from it uh it could be a phrase it could be a saying just take something from it or take what you took from it and uh just post that with the social media right send this podcast in the email send it however you want to send it in the email and make somebody upset um until we connect um, on our next show, again, walk in purpose. Keep a positive perspective and stay motivated. It doesn't matter how you say it. You can say it the other way. Stay motivated, keep a positive perspective, and walk in your purpose. Either way, you're going to walk in power and walk in purpose after this podcast. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.